Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom fashions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Did you know that I love speaking in front of a group of people? I bet you gathered that by now. If you are looking for a speaker for your women's retreat, your homeschooling event, or an education conference, check out my site, kathyhlee.com. I would love to join you and share my wisdom, maybe some humor, and encourage the people who attend. Well, good morning. Fall is in full swing here in Georgia. Well, at least activities of the fall, not the weather of the fall. It's still quite warm. My goodness, I think it was 90 degrees. I just got back from a trip to New Zealand, which was spectacular. It was winter there, however, so it was a bit chilly. So right now, I'm not minding the heat so much um, because I'm just now warming up after a week being back. What have you been doing? Oh my gosh, I would love to hear. You should shoot me an email or post it on social media, what you've been doing the last few weeks while I was in New Zealand playing. But we've been back for a bit. Now about a week or so, and getting kids going, we started our school, we have been football, again, just full-on fall is happening, and it has been a blast. But something keeps coming up that I thought, you know what, this week, I'm just going to sit down and talk about it. Not sure where this podcast is going to go, other than for me kind of getting in my preachy state a little bit. It's funny, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but... This summer, I was talking in Oklahoma, I think it was, and this little girl came up, and she was so cute, and she pulled on my my shirt, and I said, yes, and she said, Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy, when are you preaching again? And I said, oh, sweetheart, I'm not a preacher. She goes, oh, yes, you are. She was like three years old. It was hilarious that she thought I was a preacher. So I guess that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to preach a little bit. I titled this, Are You an Unaware Mommy Shamer? And I tell you, this has been a subject that I have been on both sides of. I was an unaware mommy shamer. And I look back now and I'm horrified about the mommy shaming I did. I can truly say my intention was never to mommy shame. My intention, uh, well, we'll talk about what happened. share some stories. So the first time that I remember mommy shaming was actually with my business partner, Leslie. She tells this story now a lot. So that's why I keep remembering it is because she brings it up and she should. It was pretty terrible. So Leslie just moved here from California and she's all hip and cool. And she has these little Mary Janes with a hill on them that she offers to my daughter, who's a few years younger than her daughter. And I looked at her and I said, oh, no, we don't let our daughters wear heels. I mean, I think Grace was, gosh, I don't know, probably, you know, six or seven. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, those those are inappropriate for us. Uh, You know, my mind, I'm thinking, hey, that's just, you know, what we've done. But the way that I said that to Leslie was so harmful. And Leslie's like, oh, wait, what has happened? I've moved across country and they don't let their daughters. What am am I doing? Have I done something wrong? And it continued. I I would make comments about my family and our choices, but in 
return what I was doing is I was harming a mom who might have different opinions and have made different choices for her family. And when I started reflecting on why did I do that, I realized most of it came out of the need for affirmation, believe it or not. And I think that's where most of us find ourselves, especially early on in the parenting world and the mommy role. Look, we don't know what we're doing. Let's be honest. We get these babies and most of us are like, huh, what do we do now? Now, I adopted my first son when he was almost nine months old. So I got to cheat a little bit. I didn't have the newborn thing right up front. At nine months old, he's big enough to almost sleep through the night. Well, he should have. I know most of them are, but he had been in a situation where he had never slept through the night. Um, so we had to teach him to do that or help him do that. But he was pretty easy, let's be honest. It wasn't that hard. But at the same time, I still didn't know what I was doing. I remember calling my friend Carol and saying, hey, Carol, hey, Carol can you come over and help me cut his fingernails? His fingernails are so long and I didn't know how to cut them. I was afraid I was going to cut his fingers. Have you ever done that? It's terrified. And I realized that that's, I think, where most of this comes from. So we're really not out to make another mom feel bad, but we really are so insecure ourselves. We don't know what we're doing. And so we're out there. At the time, we didn't have Google when I first became a mom. So we're asking everybody, what do you do? And what do you do? And then we hear something and we grab it. And I don't know about you, but I grab onto something and I go 100% in. I'm all in. So if I decide we're going to eat organic, we're going to eat all organic. And if I decide we're not going to watch a certain show, we're not. And I remember another time I, gosh, I've done so many things. Really, it's just another Confessions episode I think this is going to be. But hopefully at the end of it, you'll go, phew, I'm not the only one. I remember as a child development person, I knew that TV was not the best for young children. I remember going, my son is not watching TV. And not until he's at least three. And so I, at one point, I was still working when we first adopted John Michael. And so I had a nanny, she was a young girl, though, college student, watching John Michael. And I came home and the TV was on. Do you know I got furious that the TV was on because that's not what we were doing for our son. And my goodness, what did that do? That probably harmed that poor girl for, you know, scarred her. And and another time, I remember, again, being a child development person, we were taught to redirect young children, avoid using the word no, just because you want them to, they need to know what you expect them to do versus just a blanket no, that really doesn't give them instruction. So that's what I had learned in the child development world. So I had expected everyone would do the same. And I remember one time I had a babysitter who told Sarah no, and Sarah got all upset, or maybe it was Grace, I don't even remember now, I'm that funny, and... Like, I called the girl's mom and complained. Seriously, I did. I was a nightmare, you guys. I mean, does that fall under mommy shaming? I think it does. One, that shamed that other mom that her daughter would say no. I bet you're busting out laughing right now. I was a bucket load of ridiculousness in my early years as a mother. Again, not from a mean heart or just because I wanted to do the right thing so desperately and wanted to be the right mom so desperately. And I bet that's where most of us come from with mommy shaming. We're not out there to hurt someone else, but we're so insecure of our own decisions that once we decide we are doing this, we are going to make our own baby food. We are not going to immunize. We are going to immunize. And then I think we are so vocal about it because we want affirmation. We want somebody to say, yeah, that's right. 
I agree with you, but then we take it and we spew it to everyone. And if someone has a differing opinion, we've just crushed them and we've made them feel insecure. And I know that's not what we want. We, we want to support one another. And I was on the phone with someone recently and they were talking about um, adoption. And boy, you know, that's a subject that I love to talk about. Well, this particular person shared that they had taken their daughter off all medication and they had proven to the medical society that love was enough, that their daughter did not need to be on medication. And I found myself being mommy shamed because I've had to make the choice to have some children on medication due to things. And I'm very much a holistic um I do a holistic approach to medicine, but there are times where you need assistance. But boy, did I get felt mommy shamed in that decision. And I know, and I thought, gosh, if I'm feeling this way, I know other people are feeling this way. So let's just talk about, let's talk about, you know, how do we not do this? How do we not shame one another? We hear it all the time, mommy shaming, mommy shaming. But really, what does it look like? And I think I've even you know, talked about it a little bit here, but really, when it gets down to it, why are we doing it? How do we stop doing it? So I think, first of all, we recognize why are we doing it? Why are you doing it? I remember another time someone invited my daughter to a birthday party and they were going to watch a Disney movie. And at the time, I was very anti this Disney movie. I went through a period of, I mean, it's full blown legalism. I thought I was doing the right thing. I wanted to guard my kids and their heart. It was still about the heart, but I think I went about it the wrong way. And until you're able to step back and see that, you know, and recognize it. At the time I did it. At the time I really thought I was doing the right thing. But in the process of me going, oh no, she can't go because we don't watch that. What did I do? I mommy shamed that other mom because she's like, oh my gosh, I'll let my kid do that. What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with her. It was my opinion. So are you not allowed to have your own opinions? Of course you're allowed to have your own own opinions. But what does that look like? It looks like quiet confidence. It looks like you deciding, hey, we're going to eat all organic. But when you go to the birthday party and there's a big fat cake there and pizza, you don't have to announce to the world, oh, I'm so sorry, we only eat organic. Do you have organic pizza or do you have a, you know, gluten-free, dairy-free cake? Now, if your kids have true allergies, you can pack their stuff quietly and you can offer it to them and just say, oh, so we have allergies. You don't have to explain the whole thing. Or we have sensitivities. You don't have to go through, we've prayed about it, and we've thought about it, and we've sought attention from a holistic practitioner, and we know that dyes are terrible for the body. It's not the time to bring it up when this mom has just served a big fat cake. That's going to mommy shame her in front of a lot of people. So you have quiet confidence. Believe this is your decision. You've done the right thing, but you want to do that. And, and, I'm not saying go hide your opinions under a bush because there are times I felt like I was being asked to do that. I remember using stevia back before stevia was readily available. It was kind of still in the herb section and people thought I was such a freak because I used stevia and I was told in a situation, no, you don't talk about that. Don't talk about using stevia here and don't talk about these things here and organic because that'll make them feel bad. Well, Right. You you want to be able to be yourself, but at the same time, how much you talk about it, how you talk about it, that's where the mommy shaming, I think, comes in. 
We could go subject to subject. Let's talk about homeschooling. Oh my goodness, is that a hot button when you're in a circle of friends? Oh, you homeschool. And all kinds of opinions are thought about homeschoolings, right? We all wear denim jumpers. We all bake our own bread. We all use essential oils. We all do whatever you imagine their homeschooler stereotype is. Or you public school or you whatever. It is a mommy shaming topic. You're in a situation with your kids, you're out, you meet someone, their kids are in public school, and you're like, we're doing our homeschool right now, we're schooling. Well, you might not mean a thing, but in the instant, how you say that to her, well, we've decided that that's the only place a child's going to get a real education. Well, what have you just done? You've mommy shamed. And so I'm careful now to say, oh my goodness, there's a million ways to school great kids. There's a million ways to raise great kids. I have no idea what I'm doing. We are only doing what we believe is best. And I do think it's a how you say it and how you just approach every situation, breastfeeding. You might go up to somebody and see a lady bottle feeding, but you don't know her story. You don't know that she sat in the corner crying because her um, breast milk wouldn't come out. You don't know that she just ado- hasn't just adopted this baby or that she's We don't know someone's story. We don't know the agony of decisions. We don't know that someone longs to do one thing but can't because of money or they really believe this is best or their spouse does. So we have to be so careful when we share our big opinions what that person might be going through on the other side. It really is that whole mentality of, I'm deferring what's good for me because I care about what's good for you as far as opinions, right? You might have all kinds of research to back your opinion, but is it helpful in that moment? Most of the time, it is not. It is not helpful. So quietly mention those things. They're hot buttons. We know what the hot buttons are, right? Politics, religion, all those things, schooling, uh, medicine, Especially in the homeschool world, you know, are you reformed? Are you not reformed? Are you whatever? Pick a topic that you know is hot and be careful. Tread lightly. It is about the relationship. We want to build one another up. We know that great kids are raised by all different types of families. Think about your own childhood. Did you have a mom who got everything right? No, you didn't because there is no mom that gets everything right. We mess up. We so, so to present ourselves as if we have it figured out is a mistake. Again, most of the time it's out of our own insecurities. Our own insecurities, we're not sure we're doing it right. So that's the first thing. Look at yourself and say, hey, gosh, what, why do I do this? What am I doing? And if, if you're like me, most of the time it's just, hey, I'm not real sure. And I'm trying to make the best decision. Maybe by saying it out loud, I'm trying to get affirmation. So be aware of that. And then the way you approach it again with your friends, with people you meet randomly, be careful of the hot topics. Be careful of talking about things that push buttons with just random people. Be careful about that. Now, if it's your deep, deepest, closest friend, My sweetheart, Christy Montez, was over here last night. You've heard Christy on the podcast before. I need to get her on another one. She was over last night, and we just chatted, and we just spewed honesty to one another because that's my close friend. I can do that. That's a safe place. She knows my heart. She's known me for 20 years. She knows where I'm coming from. 
But someone that you just meet at Target and you're talking about breastfeeding and why you do it or homeschooling and why you do it or why you eat only organic, be careful because quickly you will end up mommy shaming because most likely they're going to have a difference of opinion somewhere along the way. So know why you do it. Know how you do it. And then stop doing it. Stop doing it. Now I'm real careful when somebody talks about something. Even this person who was talking about adoption and medicine and all that, my response back wasn't, well, you have no idea. My response back was, the thing I try and remember is every child is different. And every child needs different things. And even in the adoption community, every child comes into a family with different trauma and different history and different you know, chemical balances and imbalances. I mean, just looking at my own children, there it's unbelievable the differences between them and their needs and what type of therapy we've had to do with them. And be careful with that. So I be careful with your responses. So I don't get in an argument if someone does says something that I think is even mommy shaming me. I don't. I don't argue it back. I just simply say, wow, we're all different. It is amazing how this world is different. And that's why God gave you your children and God gave me my children. He knew I was going to make decisions for my kids and he knew you were going to make those decisions for your kids. And so we're all in this together. We really are just doing the best we can. I don't think there are mommies out there going, well, today I'm going to work at getting it all wrong. That's my goal. I'm going to get it all wrong. I'm going to pick the wrong TV shows. I'm going to feed them the wrong food. I'm going to school them the wrong way. I'm going to just mess them up. I don't think any of us are out there doing that. So let's give each other grace. Let's remember that great kids are made all different ways and they have different sleep patterns and some co-sleep and some don't co-sleep and some moms work outside the home and some moms don't. But none of that really is going to make or break a child. If that parent believes it's what be is what's best, then that's what we have to support. And we, being a true friend, is going to say, you know what, I'm here for you. I'm here for you if it all works out perfectly. I'm here for you if it all falls apart. Because I know that I mess it up every single day. And I've made decisions that I thought were absolutely the best. My kids were joking around with Holly Giles. You heard her last week when they were here because they don't eat pork. And we used to not eat pork, but we eat pork now. And so my kids have gone through their mama's phases of, no, we're not eating pork. It's terrible for you. Oh, but bacon's so good. And we've gone through that. So they, they've had to live through their mom doing that. But you know what? I love that they didn't mommy shame. They didn't say to that family, wow, you don't eat pork? No. They just go, oh, yeah, we used to not eat pork either. And that's okay. So support one another. Love each other where they are and the decisions that's what we're here for, ladies. So you might not even be aware that you've been mommy shaming. So take a check. Look at yourself. Ask yourself, oh, wow, have I done that? Have I stated my opinion so strongly that just in doing that, that has made someone else feel uncomfortable? Think about it. Be aware of it and change it. You can do it. You've got this. Let's be there for one another. We need each other. We really do need each other. Go out there. Make a difference. Buy a mama Starbucks today. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.